0: ever dreamt of working from home? As the old saying goes, be careful what you wish for. For many of us, that dream has certainly come to reality. More than ever right now, as we come together in community to stop the spread of COVID-19, oh, so many of us are working from home. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, corporate employee, or corporate leader, and frankly, any of those things, and suddenly trying to work from home with your kids, chances are you're learning there is a steep learning curve involved. While the idea of no commute and no pants seems tempting for many, as someone who's worked from home, let me give you this gift of learning from other people's mistakes and the things that have worked. Now, to support you and save you from that steep, steep learning curve, I put together two special podcast episodes for you all about working from home. In today's episode, I'm talking to Tatiana Correa, who's in charge of Shopify's global talent experience and looks after employees around the world. She's helped build community and teams who are remote in different countries and different time zones. Plus, she's worked from home herself, and she learned a thing or two. Even though I've worked from home for the last few years, I still learned a ton from Tatiana. And it was especially valuable hearing how her team, which works remotely all the time, is finding new ways to thrive in our current social distancing reality. Whether you're new to working from home, an introvert who's loving this, an extrovert who's struggling a parent trying to figure out how to work from home while your kids are also there, or an entrepreneur leading a remote team, or a leader now trying to figure out how to lead a remote team. This is for you. I promise you this, even during this time of challenge, you're gonna learn some real takeaways. And of course, we sprinkle it with some positivity, hope, and some laughs. You'll be ready to be more productive, find a routine that works for you, and hopefully even includes showering, which if you've never worked from home before, you'll find out it's a lot harder than you think. And heck, maybe you'll even learn to keep your kid off the conference call all while working from home. Welcome to the Golden Girls Podcast, where we believe you can have it all. I'm your host, Lisa Michaud, and I'm spilling tangible tips, goal getting strategies, and real life stories to inspire you to tackle your biggest dreams. You're a woman who knows you're made for more. Get ready to leave the excuses and self-doubt behind by being vulnerable, sharing your truth, and having honest conversations so you can succeed on your terms. Together, we'll set goals you'll actually achieve by staying motivated, having fun, and building a community of women empowering women. It's time to tap into your best self, get confident, and truly have it all. Golden Girl, let's dive in. Hi, guys, welcome to another episode of Golden Girls Podcast. I'm so excited to have a very special guest with me today, Tatiana Correa. So, I wanted to bring in Tatiana today because she has years of experience community building. And she actually works on creating really meaningful experiences for Shopify's global remote teams in order to bring the Shopify remote culture to life. So this means that she's not just a girl boss, but she's incredible at leading teams and helping support teams that are working remotely. Something, let's be honest, we all need to know more about right now. Tatiana has been responsible for creating, launching, and executing global initiatives that help build community and keep remote teams engaged. I really wanted Tatiana to come on to Golden Girls Podcast because she doesn't just manage logistics of how to work remote, which is important too, and we'll talk about that. But she really works on keeping people connected and building community. And my goodness, I feel like we need that more than ever right now. So Tatiana, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to have you.
1: Ah, thanks, Lisa. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Hmm. Okay, let's dive in because I've got a ton of questions. So you've been working from home for a couple years. So for those of us that are maybe newer to it, what do you – Personally, love about working from home.
1: You know what? I think the biggest thing is having the flexibility for work. So um, I work on a team that's kind of a global team. So we have people all over the world, and it really allows me to work from six a.m. to two p.m. when I'm trying to, you know, stick to the Eastern Standard Time. Or you know, if if I have a lot of like a doctor's appointment or something going on, I can start at noon and go till till eight. Um, So it really does give me that flexibility to work on my own schedule, um, which is probably the biggest perk.
0: That's really cool. And people may not necessarily be going to the doctor's appointment right now, but yeah. if there's something like on TV that you want to catch or catch up with somebody else or working around kids' schedules, working from home does give you that flexibility to to figure that out.
1: Absolutely. So
0: that's so true. So just to give people a little more info, how many different countries do you have people in right now with
1: Shopify? Um, so we have – I mean, primar- like we have them all over the world, but primarily um, the team that I support, which is our our support organization – um, it's, uh, all across Canada. We've got Ireland, um, and New Zealand. So those are kind of our big, our big hubs. We also, um, have a hub in the Philippines as well.
0: Okay. So when we're talking about working remotely and working with people all over, we're literally talking about around the world. So I just think that's really cool to, to hear from you. um, because I know that you're going to bring so much wisdom to us today.
1: Oh, I so, can't wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So most people, and I know myself, like before I started working from home, I thought it was just going to be like hanging out in my PJs all day. Um, and I, I don't even – I really had no idea what I was in for. What are some of the benefits you think that people might not know about working from home?
1: Well, I think probably the biggest benefit, like I mentioned earlier, is having that flexibility. Um, but also being able to kind of like set up a new routine for yourself that allows you to incorporate a little bit of that work-life balance. But like, for example, being able to like pop in a load of laundry in the middle of the day, that, that kind of stuff, like you almost get chunks of your day back. Um, there's no commuting, right? So that's kind of a big one. Um, Sometimes the getting ready is a little bit more minimal uh, and you're able to be a bit more comfortable. So I know like how you mentioned earlier about kind of being in your pajamas, that was a a thing that was all too real for me. Um, But now it's stretchy pants, which is really great. So I'm not in jeans all day, which sometimes I'll put on to feel a little bit like a human. Um, But for the most part, it's just having that comfort of being at home.
0: And I think that when you're comfortable, you're more productive and you're happier and you've got a little more patience on those conference calls and all those things, right? And I'm not, I'm going to be super honest with you right now. I totally just unzipped the top button of my jean because I was like, it's 11 p.m. on a Saturday night and we are recording this. And I'm going to unbutton my jeans because it feels good. (laughs) And that's the kind of stuff you can do when you work from home. (laughs) And yes, Tatiana's on video, but she can't see. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) (laughs) So, I I also, I just got to say, I really love Tatiana. You're always such a positive person. It's, Tatiana and I know each other in a personal setting, and so it's really cool to bring her in because I know her to be a really joyful, happy, positive person, and I want this to really just, to make this fun, and, and we know, then I know this is a tough time for everybody, um, but I do appreciate you bringing the positivity and the light into this, so it's really, really great. Um, For those people that are maybe new or working from home what would you say the number one thing that anyone working from home needs to know?
1: I think the biggest part is to know that you're not alone in this and to know that social distancing does not mean isolation. I think mm. that's that's like the biggest, the biggest thing. Because I think right now everyone's taking it almost too seriously, which we absolutely need to be taking it seriously. Um, but pick up that phone and, and make those phone calls and And it doesn't mean that you need to feel alone and that you need to feel in a dark corner. Uh, It means that we communicate and we build a community with each other in a different way. So it just means let's shift our perspective into how we communicate with each other rather than it always being face-to-face.
0: Or always just being in your pajamas. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or throwing in extra loaves of laundry. Like this is working from home means that you do have to put in that extra bit of mm-hmm. effort to make that connection. And I, I think you nailed it right there, just saying that it's it's a great time for us to be more intentional with that and really Absolutely. put that effort in. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for highlighting that. Um, what are some of the ways that you think people can do that?
1: I think the biggest thing and something that we've actually implemented on my team is daily check-ins. So we have a standing appointment every day, Monday through Friday at 1030. And we just ask ourselves a couple questions. So like, how are we feeling? What's our focus? Um, where are we feeling scattered? Um, it's just those little things to just know how your team's A, feeling, um, where they need support. And if somebody's struggling that day, they have that outlet to be able to have that honest conversation and feel supported by a team. So I think, and and it could be something that we might actually keep because it's been so great. Um, so I think we sometimes get so busy in our day-to-day schedules that we forget to actually have that human connection and make sure that everyone around us is okay. So I think those check-ins have been so useful for us um, and for me to just feel like I'm, I'm more connected to my team because I have some people that work in Vancouver that I'm really, really close with that I don't get to see right now that are on my team. And so it gets me seeing them and making sure that we're actually doing okay as, as a team.
0: What a great reminder. Do you guys do – what kind of technology do you use to do that? Do you, like, just send each other messages or are you you hopping on a video call or what are you guys doing to have those kinds of connections?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. So um, we do use Slack. um, So that's something that we are communicating all day, every day from the minute we wake up till we go to bed. Um, Can you speak to
0: Slack uh, for those that maybe have no idea? Or for me, I use it a little bit, but I'm not that good at it. So can you, like, tell us
1: all the things Slack – so I think of Slack like Facebook for Messenger. So not like the actual platform Facebook, but Messenger. So you kind of have everybody in the organization in one place where you can just search them up um, as well as having groups. So kind of like if you would have like a, a birthday party on Facebook, everyone's talking in the same in the same area, similar to that. So it is it is something that we use as a company, but if you don't have Slack, something like Facebook is a great option, Facebook uh, Messenger, because you can have multiple people Uh, chatting at a time.
0: Cool. So I actually use it for my business too, and there's a free version that works really well for yeah. me to communicate with my team members as well. Um, so whether your company or not implements it, this is something – and I mean, check with your – depending on the size of the company and the technology and what you're allowed to do and stuff like that. But a lot of times, this could be something that you could actually implement um, in, in your family, if you have a side hustle, in oh, your totally. in your business, possibly with your team. Um, it is something that anybody could pick up and start using. and. One of the greatest things that I've found about Slack that I don't know if you can agree with, but it keeps your emails down because (laughs) otherwise it ends up with a ton of emails and who sent what. Slack is like a one-stop shop for a lot of your team communication.
1: Oh, it's wonderful. And it's not
0: on your Facebook. So your Facebook can hopefully be a little bit more of just like fun downtime.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Slack definitely helps with like internal emails because then it allows me to actually just focus on the emails that are coming into like my work email. Those are externally, and so those are I'm able to kind of prioritize and make sure that they don't get just kind of missed within all you know the scramble of of life.
0: Cool. So I hope you guys are noticing what we're trying to do in this episode too is give you some real tools to help you with. What might help you with your remote teams, or as you're learning in this in the new normal, in this working from home situation? So we're gonna, whenever there's chances, I'm gonna try and pull as much as I can out of Tatiana because she's such a guru in this area, and really see what what tools can help you guys out too. So yeah, so um, we, thanks for bringing that up.
1: Totally. We also um, utilize Zoom or Google Hangouts, which again, for all of us with iPhones, uh, FaceTime is great. Because uh, I think, as much as great as it is for us people to be messaging each other, it is also great to see that person on the other side because sometimes you miss, um, you know, those facial expressions or we can kind of hide behind our words. Where I can't hide if I'm having a hard day over Zoom because, well, I'm a terrible liar, so it just shows right on my face. Um, so it's, yeah, using utilizing that video and hearing the voices I think is so important right now. But yeah, FaceTime, again, Facebook is also a great one because they also offer um, that message, the video messaging. Uh, but one really cool thing about iPhones right now is through FaceTime. I think they've upped the limit. So you can have up to 10 people on FaceTime, which is really cool.
0: Wow. Okay. Awesome. And Zoom has a good capacity too, right? I think, I can't remember the exact number. I'll go back. I'll add it in the show notes if you guys need it. Um, but Zoom is a really awesome. And you know what? Right now, Tatiana and I, we're using a software to record because we are social distancing this Mm -hmm. episode. Um, So we're using software to record this, but we actually have our cameras on too, and we're on Zoom just to see each other because it does make a huge difference. And hopefully we won't talk over each other too much, (laughs) Um, but it's just great to get to actually connect with each other. So I love that you just said that. I heard daily check-ins are such a big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also heard actually – picking up the phone or seeing people in video so that you're still getting that human connection. And I think that's so true for working from home and probably true in, in all areas of our life right now. So I'm so glad you brought those up. Absolutely. So good. Okay. So two years in, you've probably made some mistakes. What is What are some of the mistakes you've made working from home or that you see other people making working from home that maybe you help people, them avoid?
1: You know what? The, the biggest thing, and it's one that I still struggle with, is the minute I wake up, I actually grab my phone to look at my Slack because people, you know, are all over the world. So I get messages in the middle of the night and that is probably the worst thing that you can do for yourself. You need to have that separation of work and life. And so what that means is that I actually, and again, like I said, I'm struggling with it still, but I need to actually get up and have a morning routine and not touching my phone and making sure that you're taking a shower and getting dressed because there is nothing more that kind of puts you in a bit of a slump In staying in your pajamas all day. And don't get me wrong, we all have those days where we kind of do need to stay in our pajamas and we're allowed to do that. But get up, get dressed, put yourself together, like if you're going to work, Um, because that's what's really gonna like set your day off, right? But like I said, it's something that I still struggle with. Um, But I have definitely noticed, especially during this time, looking at my phone creates a lot of anxiety because it's a lot of emergency things that are happening right now consistently. Uh, and the last couple days that I've actually not touched my phone, I've made it so that it goes a little bit later before I start getting notifications. And I get that like tea, hot tea and lemon, and I'm actually going back and going into work in a bit of a, more of a calm state than before I look at it and instantly open my computer. And there's, that's not the best start to the day, right? So definitely get up and have that routine and then slow yourself into work as you would going into an office.
0: Such great advice. And I can just echo all of that. Wednesday was a really tough day. And I I attribute probably 70% of it to the fact that I went straight to my phone and straight to a work meeting without having any kind of transition time. And we we all need that transition time. Um, So, And it can be so tempting when, especially if you're in a small space, to be like, oh, I can just work while I'm doing breakfast or I'll work before I do this thing. But yeah, having a routine is super important. So I, I love that you just said that. What do you think the biggest challenge is working from home?
1: Having some sort of dedicated space. Because I think, you know, we live in an era where a lot of us live in condos or smaller places. And so even if it's a small place in your house where you can dedicate to work – so I don't have extra room. So what that means is that I actually have a corner in my bedroom that I've created into an office. It is not very big, but it does the job. It's right by window. So I get a lot of light and a lot of air, but it kind of just allows me to separate myself a little bit more.
0: Oh, that's such great advice. I would. I think a lot of people, and myself, even just the last couple of days, I've been working at the kitchen table a little bit so I can put Sonoma in front of the TV with Peppa Pig. Don't (laughs) judge. (laughs) It only lasts about six minutes and then it's over. But um, yeah, having that separation does make a big difference. So I love that you said that. Okay. You also mentioned to me around some bad habits. So what are some of the bad habits that that can happen working from home and how do we avoid them?
1: I think, you know what, a lot of them can be, even though it's a pro, like I said earlier, doing laundry, but it's almost getting too stuck and involved in those little tasks. So I've done it before, where I'll be like, "Oh, I have a break from a meeting. I'm just gonna go vacuum," or um, you know, I will. You know, it, it is a perk sometimes that I, you can go take a walk. But I'll take too long of a walk, and then all of a sudden, I'm you know now I'm behind on something. So definitely, almost like crossing over. You know, we've talked about that a couple times of of having that like work life balance and a bit of a separation. Do again, do that the same way. So um, sometimes I'll have the time where I can make lunch, but for the most part, I like to pre-prep my lunch so that it's not this like big scramble where it now takes an hour and a half of my day trying to make lunch because that makes no one productive. Um, but I mean, like I said before, time and place. There are days where we have that that luxury to do so, but definitely trying to make sure that you are keeping those boundaries uh can't mention enough boundaries 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 uh between work and your life, so that you're still able to be productive at work without um, you know having your mind elsewhere because you know the the dryer just went off, and now you're you're in the middle of a call trying to go take your clothes out, <laughs> so true.
0: Do you find having a cert, a set schedule helps with that or certain routines, or what are some of the things you find that really help with establishing those boundaries?
1: You know what? Writing down your routine, having it in your calendar. So I have, I have it in mind. If I'm going to take a walk, I'll put it into my calendar the day before, so that I know that that's, you know, that's my mental health break where I'll go and get some fresh air. Especially right now, uh, that's something that I'm actually doing religiously is going for just a quick walk around the block, just so that I'm getting air and I'm getting a little bit of movement. Um, but I think that's kind of like so, so, so key. Mm.
0: I I totally agree, and you guys, anybody listening that ever listens to this podcast knows that I'm like the biggest advocate of planning your week ahead of time. So I would say, you know, put those if you're gonna take a walk or if you're gonna go to the not maybe not right now, but if you would go to the dentist or you're gonna hit up a yoga class in the middle of the day, even if you're gonna do it on YouTube, whatever that's gonna look like, um, put that in your calendar ahead of time. I think that's such a great tip, and I never thought to make those connections, but it does help you from letting one yoga class on YouTube turn into then six hours of YouTube video watching. (laughs) Oh, because we
1: all know we get sucked down that.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's so great. Are there any other mistakes or bad habits or challenges you think that people really struggle with that that we didn't yet chat about? Because I know – I feel like I've learned a lot. I feel like it's really easy to make mistakes.
1: I think one that I actually noticed myself doing this week is – taking the time to put on my oxygen mask before i'm putting everybody else's on. So that was that was something that kind of really hit me hard around Thursday Friday is that i realized that i had been so concerned about how everybody around me had been doing. So uh, this week i've actually been calling a lot of friends being like how are you doing? It's been a hard week, right? And then i realized that i was like, "Oh, i actually haven't put on my my mask yet." And uh you know, like we talked on Friday and I, that was the kind of like the hitting moment where i was like, Oh my gosh! I actually need to take a breath. I actually need to just be and and listen to how I'm feeling. So put your oxygen mask on first. Kind of how they tell you in an airplane before you put it on anybody else, because you need to take care of yourself.
0: Yeah, so true. It's like that daily check in with our colleagues or with our partners or our friends, um, checking in with yourself too. I love that you just said that. How How do how am I feeling? That's a great question that we should all be asking ourselves, no matter where we're working from.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's so good.
0: So a lot of people listening are going to be leaders in one way or the other. So, you know, maybe they're leading work teams, running businesses. I think a lot of us are – my girlfriend Megan always says it's the chief family officer, the CFO. Um, people I know, some of you guys are on strata councils or on boards, all sorts of things that have now suddenly gone from being in-person meetings to being remote. So when you're leading a team, what advice do you have for people leading their teams through this new remote environment?
1: hop on those Zoom calls or those video calls when something is uncertain. Um, I I find a lot of the time, and, and I've caught myself doing it too, where you read into something, but you're not able to read somebody's tone, something over Slack, where we can, you know, these are the platforms that we're using or, you know, whatever platform that is that you're using to communicate. Um, and, you know, as people, you know, that happens to us when we're on text messages, we can't read somebody's tone. And so we sometimes tend to create a story from something that, is actually nothing where that person just says, okay. And you, you know, you read it as like, okay. So hop on those calls, get face to face and make sure that you are, um, coming across the way that you actually are meaning to come across. Or if something doesn't sit right with you, get on that call and deal with it right in the moment. Cause 99.9% of the time when this has happened to me, it is completely a story that either Myself or a coworker has created. And the minute you nip it in the butt, you're good. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so definitely hop on those calls and don't read into the words um, because I think we sometimes can get really sucked, sucked into that sometimes.
0: Oh my gosh. I feel like that's such a good, just life advice right there. Mm-hmm. So good. But I think especially important right now, if you're a leader in any sense, you know, family, boards, your business, a work team, yes, hop on the calls and. Mm-hmm yeah, address any challenges right away. That's so good. So good. Okay. One of the reasons why I really want to talk to you is because I think you're – well, I know your specialty and who you are is really fun and about community. And I'm sure you guys are hearing this too as you're listening to Tatiana. So what do we do to also keep things fun and keep community and culture alive right now? Because I think this is probably more important now than ever before.
1: Have those happy hours. Don't let those go away because, you're, you know, you're all stuck from home. Um, I know my my Vancouver team and I did one on Thursday and we were on a call for like an hour and a half. There was like 50 people on this call and uh, one of the guys came on the call and he had set up an entire like drink station where he was showing us how he does because he like really loves making cocktails. So he was like, I'm going to show you how to make this type of martini. And then we like all sat there and had some wine or beer, whatever. You know, some people didn't drink and had water. And we were just able to, like, see this guy, like, in his kitchen, just, like, loving his life, showing us how to make these cocktails. But it, it got me to, to see him in a different way, too, because he's, he's a very – he's a developer. And, you know, I often see him coding all this stuff that I have no idea what it means when I see his screens. And it was just – it was so fun. And for that hour and a half, I forgot everything that was happening, and we just had a good time.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Okay, so how does that work logistically? Do you literally hop on a Zoom call? Is that what you do
1: with 50
0: people? And then just one person talks at a time? Does that actually work?
1: Okay, so I was actually quite (laughs) nervous going into it because I was like, who's going to get a word in at this point? And once you kind of like just start going into it, it became easier. It just – people kind of – when you heard somebody starting to pipe up, you quieted down for a second. Um, there was, of course, moments where we were kind of all talking on top of each other, but for the most part, it settled, and and everyone took kind of like a minute after everybody was talking to see who was piping in next, uh, and it just it became a really great conversation. Of course, fifty people was like is a is a crazy amount, and there were some people that were just in it for hearing people's voices, and they didn't talk a lot, um, as I think people do. There's some people that just tend to dominate more of a conversation than not. But across the board, I was looking at our Slack messages after, everybody was just sharing pictures and um, fun moments and we were just like – everyone had a good time. And like I said, for that hour and a half, I just forgot of everything that was happening and it was so fun. And I you know, probably drank a little too much wine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what an awesome idea. That's so fun. And something that any one of us can implement with with our team, with our group of friends, anything like that. And, Absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't um doesn't have to necessarily be drinking if it is awesome but if it's not that's amazing too and what a like what a fun thing to do and I gotta tell you I asked that question for myself because I've been thinking okay I would love to do something like this but is it awkward like who talks and how's it gonna work so you just telling me that it worked with fifty people. I'm like, all right, I, we can do this. That's so great, super, super. Oh, absolutely.
1: Fun. And if you and if you don't want it to be something like a you know a happy hour, like a when it's around around alcohol, um, we have a team in Ireland who has used I want to say it's Netflix Stream something something along those lines. So what it is, it's everyone can watch the same movie and it starts it for you at the same time, and you're all in like a real time. Um, I want it's either video or you know like messaging. But so everyone can be watching the same movie at the same time, commenting on like whatever they're watching in real life or not real life, but like in virtual life, but like in the time that it's happening. Um, and like, what a cool way to like on a Friday night, just watch a movie. I'm you know, I'm doing quotes, watching a movie, but with your friends. So, so there's, there's alternatives of, of things that you can be doing.
0: Those are such cool ideas. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Um, I've also heard of some teams – I was just chatting with a girlfriend a little earlier tonight that have been playing games remotely too. And I think that's just such a great idea. And I think, guys, we are living in a time – thank goodness we still have the internet. Oh, my gosh. Can you even imagine if we didn't? Um, Like – I'm sure any one of us listening can can Google ideas, more ideas too. Um but I love what you, I love the happy hour that I think it's called Netflix party or something like that. That's such a cool idea. Um I wish I could remember the name of the game. I'll find out and I'll let you guys know what the name of the game is. Um, but there's lots of cool ways that you can engage your team remotely. So that's that's so fun. I I, w- I, w- I wouldn't have known these ideas until you just told me them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Super they're fun. they're very they're so fun.
0: Are there any other things that you guys do as a team? Uh, over or that you see yourselves doing over the next couple months to keep everyone connected.
1: Um, there's definitely a couple of things that I'm that I'm playing around with. Uh, essentially, every anything virtual. So there is a ton of companies that are bringing that like virtual piece to life. Uh, Zoom is is a, is a great one, of course. Um, but I haven't quite found the right platform yet, so I don't know the answer to it. Uh, I found one similar, but. It actually is a little bit out of date, but anything that brings people together around a similar theme. So, for example, we've got a ton of developers and gamers who you know all share this passion for gaming, or um, we have people that are really into poetry. And so, the question I think that always comes up for me right now is, how can I get these people together virtually so that they don't feel alone because We've got two people. So we've got our extroverts and our introverts. Our introverts are probably loving this shit right now. They are probably thriving. Like my mom is a huge introvert and right now her life has not changed. She's like, I'm doing the exact same thing I would be doing every weekend, which is cleaning her house on, on the weekend, right? <laughs> but the people that are really struggling right now are those extroverts. So how do we get those extroverts together, but then also ensure that our introverts feel supported and feel that they have a community of people? And that might be having those, like I said, those type of themes or those activities that bring them together that they have in common with others. So that's kind of like what I'm playing with right now. Um, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like because it's all, you know, <laughs> it's all very new for everyone. Um, but that's kind of what I'm what I'm playing with is, is how can we bring those introverts together and those extroverts together in some sort of common theme.
0: Mm, so cool. I was even just thinking as you were talking about that, about you could probably find a musician to come on and play a little concert or do a dance party virtually or like do a poetry slam or something like that with your teams. Like there's so many things that with video conferencing, the technology is there that we could do it, right? Or um, watch parties. I mean, just this week, I think John Legend did a live concert that everyone could watch. You know, there's lots of cool things that, that you can do. So yeah, I think that's that's amazing. And I, I saw this meme that was like, introverts, go check on your extroverts. <laughs> oh my god, it's so real. Yeah, I'm an extrovert and I, I'm feeling it for sure. So yeah, yeah, I think that's great that you're just so aware of those different personalities. And hopefully anybody listening, you're getting some great ideas for what you can do with, with your teams regardless of the personalities. Mm-hmm. So good. Okay, let's talk about wellness because we've even – this has been a thread even through our conversation, you know, putting on our own oxygen masks, taking care of ourselves, having having ourselves figuring out what we need. How do you keep wellness at the front of your mind as a remote team?
1: I mean, I think those, those daily check-ins are great, um, but it's also that like actually moving your body. So uh, part of our check-ins when we talk about uh, – we actually do talk about wellness and we say, what are you doing for your wellness today? And it can look different for everybody. Because we're all different people. So it can look like um, I said, I was like, I need to go to the beach and I need to just meditate for five minutes. Um, uh, One of my friends who's who's our designer said, she just feels like she needs to fuel herself and she's going to make a soup tonight. And that to her was wellness. Um, we had another girl that was so excited. She got a new game, and her and her husband said, "We're gonna play this game tonight." And it's um, on like the P—I don't know—I'm not—I'm not a gamer, but it's on one of the boxes. <laughs> um, she was gonna play something. I can't remember what it was. Anyways, but that to her was wellness because she was able to separate from what is currently happening and kind of like have that balance. So wellness can look different to everybody. Whether it's yoga or whether it's going for a run. Or, you know, today I did a a virtual hip hop class on Instagram. That to me was incredible. So that was my wellness. So your wellness can look different. It doesn't have to be the same as everybody else, but, you know, ask yourself that question What can I do today that will make me feel 1% better? And it won't be 1%, it'll be a lot more than that. But what's that little thing that you can do just for yourself?
0: such a great question and this is also such a good reminder too I think for all of us to step up as leaders whether you have an official title whether you are have any direct reports or not to also look after your team you know look after yourself but challenge them and say what are you doing for yourself and really I use the word challenge you know invite them to do something for themselves let's use that word instead
1: um, I love that yeah. and this is
0: a really such a great time for you to encourage others and be be a great example and also remind other people to, to look after themselves too. So doing daily check-ins is so great or sharing the things that you're doing. Um, I would imagine if you're working in a corporation, talking to your Giving ideas to your team leader or organizing something for your team that could be a virtual yoga class or could be a Instagram hip hop. Like there's a lot of things that you could do um, as a group. So I would say, if even if you're not in charge of a team, if you are, great, you can do whatever you want, you want. Um, but if you're not, like throwing out these ideas and taking the initiative right now would probably be super appreciated by everybody on your team and and your leadership because we need everyone to step up. We need your initiative. We need your drive. We need your passion, and we need we need you to be your best self right now as much as you can. So I'd say I'm going to invite all of you guys to step up and take the initiative to bring wellness to
1: your remote teams too. And you know what? Now more than ever, because I think leaders right now, I think are at probably the stress level, I think right now, because you're, you're taking care of your team. So being that person that actually brings that initiative and takes that little piece off of that leader that doesn't have to think about it because you've created a check-in or because you've put a, you know, you've done a, a challenge or um welcome somebody to do something. You've now taken that little bit of pressure off of your leader because something's already happening. So like you said before, like I invite you to actually just like support your leader, even though they are they you know they have a big task of supporting you, they also need support as well.
0: Such a good reminder. Thank you. That's that's amazing. So I think right now there's so many moments where our communications are going to be different. We're all things are changing so quickly in our world and how we're having to respond to it. What can people do? What can we do to keep communication open and positive with our colleagues and especially with our our bosses?
1: Oh, I mean it, it really comes back to that that daily check-in for me. Um I think that that's a really big
0: game changer for you guys right now, it isn't has, it? it? It has
1: been a huge game changer. Um I think you know the biggest piece that that I saw on my team was was even my lead being able to share how she was doing. And in that moment, I didn't feel alone because I think sometimes we forget that we're all going through this together. It's something it's something that's so you know immensely isolating. It's actually something that's bringing us a lot together. Um, and I think that was that was the biggest thing is sometimes we we put our leaders on on these pedestals. And you know we think that they're the strongest, and they can handle all this and and then you realize that we're actually all feeling the same way we're all struggling in a certain way um very similarly right so it's it's just keeping keeping that in mind that that you're to you're we're all one, we're all going through it, and you're not alone mhm-.
0: Such crazy times. We're going to listen to this episode, I hope, in like a couple of years and be like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> but I think, like, honestly, I think your advice that you're sharing here is so great because I think we're also going to see a shift that once people see that they can work remotely, I believe that more companies are going to be open to it. I was just talking to a friend uh, literally a week ago about her company and they just – they're a little behind. They were just rolling out a work from home policy and they were – this is the big news is they were allowing people to be flexible two days a month. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, that's so funny because if you can do two days, why couldn't you do four? Why couldn't you do six? And then of course, you know, a couple hours later, they went to 30 days a month that you're working from home. And so I think it's going to be a real catalyst for a lot of organizations to say, we made this work and it, it it's can actually be really beneficial and there was some positive things that came out of it. Um, so I think that this is a trend that's right now is essential, but I do believe that that's going to stick around when it when we find ways for it to be really powerful and when it works for us and when it works for our teens and it works for our businesses. Um, so I don't think it's going anywhere <laughs> for
1: a couple of reasons. No, I think it's um, actually going to give a, a lot of people um, that empathy for those people that do work from home. Because I don't think I think you know prior to this, it working from home was something that was you know so cool and and people don't take a step back and actually talk about you know the real talk of it's really really hard. Working from home is not easy, um, especially now. But you know talking about it before, there's there's a lot of people that uh, w- when they make that shift, there's this moment at about four to five months, you know where I you know I hope that you know a lot of people won't get there right now, but When you do go remote, there's about four to five months where you kind of start going a little stir crazy and the excitement of being in your pajamas and having this flexible schedule and all this stuff almost gets to you a little bit, but you got to push through because I remember uh, being at like my eight or nine month mark and then finally breaking through and being like, oh, these are the things I need to implement. Mm. But so I think it's going to really bring so much empathy for those people who have already been in this for, you know, months or years. And and we're going to see each other, I think, a little bit differently because we're going to know our each other's struggles a little bit more.
0: I love what you just said there too because that just gives permission to everybody else that's just joining in on this to realize that it's going to be hard and it's going to be a process and you're going to go through the same – you may not have realized that there's going to be some ups and downs, but there will be and that it's okay. I also love that you said – you've got to figure out what's going to work for you and then make those changes. It's going to be a process. It's going to evolve. Um you're right, it's not something that we all we we na- don't naturally know how to do, it, I think it, uh, at least not the extroverts, maybe the introverts are better. Um but there are definitely some s- some learning curves, you know, technology, your space, habits, routines, boundaries, you know, with other people, with children, with all, the mailman who thinks he can drop packages off anytime and calls six times, just as an example. Never happened to me, obviously. Um, um, but you know, I think it is a really um that's so so such wise words there that it's going to take time to adjust to, and there will be a process, and that just like everything else in life <laughs> hint, you're gonna have to figure it out, and you will and just keep checking with yourself and adapting so so, so glad that you said that that's so good. Talk to me about I want to take this outside of work for just a quick minute, like where else how can we as a as a population, as a how can we build community right now? Like, where do you see some of the things that we know from working from home? Where do you think that applies to other
1: places in life right now? I think hugely in the fitness community, um, because it looks different for everyone. But like, like I said earlier, I I did a hip hop class, and I'm seeing this immense support coming from people in that sort of area. Um, so fitness, I think that's gonna be booming with, with the community. Um, I think parents, I think parents supporting parents, I think is huge too. Um, whatever that, you know, whatever that looks like for you, whether that is um, you know, like I I, I was sharing with you earlier, you know, I took some time out of my day and I FaceTimed with one of my friends who lives in Ottawa's kids, and you know, while she was on a call, but you can do that when somebody's making dinner when they just need that little bit of a break and that little bit of a distance, you can actually be that person that helps them. So I think that, you know, like supporting those parents who are going through that really tough time right now, having kids at home indefinitely. Um, And then also those fitness communities, those, you know, those incredible people that are working for free right now, putting on these classes on Instagram because, you know, besides that we're all going stir crazy if we don't. Uh, And I think more than ever, kind of those, those people are the ones that are that are really going to get you know help us get through this.
0: Oh, so good, Tatiana! I'm calling you every night at dinner to read <laughs> Sonoma's story. <That's> just, <laughs> you, you said that, my whole body just was so happy. I was like, yes, I'm calling
1: you. <laughs> I would love that. She's so adorable! I love it.
0: Oh, thank you. Oh, I think that's just so great. And I want to say one of one other place that I'm seeing it that has been really cool is in the music world. Um, yes. We've seen this week music with Marnie, who's one of the – a local Vancouver artist um, who she's been putting on classes for kids, for babies and toddlers. And I just bawled watching her and she's just – is lighting it up. And Craig Addy is another local musician. He does um, – he actually does something really cool. He does this thing where you go – you actually go under his piano and he lays a bed down and then he plays. He improvises music for you. It's really cool. I did it when I was pregnant. It was amazing. Um Anyways, he just did like a live concert and there was, it was still so moving and so incredible. And that connection just comes alive. And it's so, so amazing that we have this technology to be able to do that. So um, I think there are so many places where we can really bring our gifts. And whether, if you're not, I mean, nobody wants me to be singing the Sonoma kids concert thing, but we can show up for it. Even that makes a difference, right? And we can support the people that are doing it. And we can do the workout classes or we can help out a parent by reading a story. I think that's so great. Um so I love those ideas. That's so amazing. Um let's talk a little bit more about parents working from home because holy crap, it is really hard. And I did it before and now that Sonoma's even a little older, like I really struggled this week. So what do you suggest for people that are parents working from home with their children there that
1: don't understand. <laughs> well, you know, the first thing that actually comes to mind when you say that, um, we had somebody at work recently who popped into a Slack channel and just said, hey, guys, I have a four and an eight-year-old. Does anybody out there have, you know, any teenagers that are willing to teach my kid math or do some reading with them and utilize those things like FaceTime, like, um, you know, Facebook video or, or zoom and actually have you know your virtual babysitter it's it's gonna look you know we all know it's gonna look a little different now but it doesn't mean that it has to completely change and so I think you know utilizing that or you know like I, I did earlier and read, you know read a book to my my friend's kids um, whatever that looks like for you but also know that you're not alone and I think that's kind of a common thread um, is you're not alone in this and I don't have kids but but I see you. I, I see the struggle and it's okay to have your kid on your lap during a call or, you know, you might have a kid screaming in the background, but that is our reality right now. And I think as humans, we just need to be empathetic with what's happening and and know that it's okay. Know that it's okay if your kid's screaming in the background, uh, but also know that you can support each other. And especially if you have those teenage kids, um, you know, a lot of them can actually even make some some money doing it too. I know some parents that would be happy to pay somebody to just teach their kids something over zoom so so know that you're not alone and and utilize those other parents around you as well as as your friends who who don't have kids
0: That's such a great idea that's um you just gave me a couple little tweaks here. you know that's something that anybody, whether you have a slack channel devoted to parents or not in your company i mean you could create one it's free uh, maybe you create a Facebook group for parents in your in your work establishment or in your in your area or something like that where you can post and say, this is what I need. Or can the, our kids do like a FaceTime play date? Or can I love the idea of exchanging tutoring or reading stories or things like that. That's such a great idea. Or even can we let them play games together during this time? Or maybe they can have a Netflix party. Actually, that's a good idea. Kids Netflix party. That's a great party. idea. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, so I lo- I love that, like the reaching out and helping each other. And there's probably a really good opportunity here too to also remind us as parents to step up and ask for help where we need it and don't be shy. I think this is really hard. This is unprecedented. There's no way that you are getting a full work day in if you are also looking after children for the full day. Like it is... It's just not not possible for the vast majority of us for doing it alone or our partners are also working. It's challenging. So um, lean on your resources, ask for help, take the yeah. initiative if you can to establish these communities or find ways that you can help others. And guys, if you are listening and you're like, I don't have kids, it's easy. I'm just in my PJs drinking my wine. We would love if you would help in some way too. So um, Tatiana, you're a great example of that. I'm definitely taking advantage of that. Don't you worry. Tatiana's going to be reading cinema some stories. She's going to regret this. <laughs> no,
1: but I think you nailed it. Ask for help. And if you don't have kids, be that supporter that's going to do – you know, who's going to give that help. So you won't – you know, if you don't ask, you won't get – and there's so many people out there, especially right now that you're seeing that community building of – of You know, I've seen in people's um, Instagram stories that somebody will post and say, hey, if there's anybody elderly in my building, um, here's my number. Message me what you need and I will go get your stuff and I will drop it off on your door and it'll be contact free. So now more than ever, ask for the help, but also be that person that's able to support somebody um, where it's just going to make their life a little bit easier. It'll actually make their life a lot easier, even if you think it's a little bit. It'll be a lot. A lot
0: bit. A lot bit for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think this is a really amazing time because we really are seeing some of the best of humanity, and mm-hmm. we're being stretched and we're being challenged. And on the other side comes so much, so much growth and learning, um, and and beauty. So thank you for being such an amazing example of that, Tatiana, of of leaning into community and really helping others. It's it's beautiful to see. Um, okay, before I ask you my last couple questions, I want, like was there any other I know you took notes, which is amazing. You had these things. Was there any other things you wanted to share, anything you want people to know about, um, about working from home, anything else that that we need to throw out there? And if not, I got more questions for you, so don't worry, but I want to make sure we caught it.
1: Hmm. I think I might have mentioned it already, but get dressed. <laughs> Take a shower and get dressed. <laughs>
0: Yes. I yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. That like you yeah, I and like a warning, I feel like around that 4 or 5 month mark if you don't listen to Tatiana's advice on this, you're going to be gross at 4 or 5 months. So just avoid that and just shower now.
1: Oh yeah, that that freshman 15 becomes a remote 15 very quickly <laughs> if you don't Get out and you know, still live your life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing advice, so good. Okay, so you work for Shopify, which I know a little bit about because I'm in the online business space. Can you tell us what Shopify actually does? Because a, it's pretty cool, and b, I think it's actually a really interesting time to be a part of Shopify
1: right now. So, tell us about it. Okay, so um, so Shopify is an e-com platform. So we're essentially here to support everyone so we we call them our merchants in building a business online and being able to sell so whatever that looks like uh whether it's that you're selling you know shoes or jewelry um whatever that is we're kind of like your one stop shop um to sell uh and not only just sell sell online but we we're also leading into that retail space as well. So it's that kind of stuff. But I think that the biggest thing is we power um, over 1 million merchants uh, around the world to live their dream and have their business.
0: Wow. So cool. Um, So what's the – I'm sorry, this is really naive and maybe I should have searched this beforehand. But what's the difference between a Shopify and an Etsy?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Um, So Etsy kind of brings It's Etsy, I almost think about it like Amazon, where it's kind of you type in uh, rings and you get all sorts of different places. So the experience is different. So Shopify isn't like an Amazon or or a Zoom, or sorry, Zoom, an Amazon or an Etsy. It's more of a, it's a different creative experience because it is your own website. So somebody's going to, um, you know, KylieJenner.com and they're seeing her makeup, they're not seeing everybody's makeup. So it's that that type. So it's it's a completely different created experience. And it's it's your your store. So it's you play by your rules. Got
0: it. Okay, cool. All right. That's really neat. Um so you and I were chatting about this right before we went live. Like why do you think this is such a great time for why do you think it's important to talk about Shopify and just throw that out there?
1: Well you know I think now more than ever, um, with you know a ton of layoffs that people are getting it's, it's that time for that business that you've had in the back of your mind. What is that thing that you've wanted to do that you haven't had the time? Well, we all have the time right now. Now more than ever is the time to do it, to really take that dream and make it reality. So we're able to support you in that. We're able to get you set up on that platform um, where you're, you know, it's very, very user friendly from the back end. So you essentially create everything you need. So you are your own developer. You are your own designer. So we give you the themes. We give you the support. We have an incredible uh, team of gurus that we call them from, you know, all over the world that are here to support you in building that website. So it's your time to shine. From all of this, what can you make out of it? So if if that is something that's happened for you, what's that one thing that you want to do? And, you know, let's do it and let's make it happen.
0: Appreciate it, girl. Appreciate it. So good. <laughs> yes. Like that is exactly what we are all about on this podcast is – Making your dreams come true and finding a way to make it happen. And my goodness, I think a lot of us, and myself included, like if there's been days where it's like, oh, everything's over and I'm doubting my dreams and all those things. And yet this is actually the time where you can put the gas pedal on and say – not to say that, you know, you have to, everything seems okay and the world hasn't changed, but that's – this is also an amazing time to try something different because those stable jobs quote that we thought we had or those stable businesses we thought we had – They just aren't the way that they were before. And so we've got to learn to pivot and we've got to learn to be creative. And so, just so you guys know, I didn't like Tatiana wasn't like, hey, Lisa, I need to talk about this. Or Tatiana didn't say, Shopify needs a moment here. Like, I wanted her to talk about this because I think that this is such an amazing opportunity right now that if you have had any dream or goal in the back of your mind and the time excuse has been there or the my job excuse or Hack, you've been like, well, the end of the world isn't till who knows when. Like, guys, right here, right now, make it happen. Go for your dreams. Like, there's no better time to 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 do that. And so I, I I feel like Shopify is one of those, one example of the way that you guys could do that. So if you've got a business in the back of your mind, it's out there. Shopify, guys. It's
1: um so it's so, so out there.
0: <laughs> so, Tatiana, where can people find more about you and connect with you if they want
1: to? Um, I think probably LinkedIn is, is a great source. Um, so it's literally just Tatiana Correa. Um, and I'm the only Tatiana Correa at Shopify. So that's, (laughs) that's probably, you know, the best place to find me. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram as well. Um, it's Tatiana M-C-O. Uh, that's where you can see kind of like my life at Shopify. Um, I, I, I tend to, you know, really, really preach and, and, and love the company that I work for. And so you can kind of see, you know, typically you'd see a lot of my, um, my adventures around the world with Shopify. Obviously that's, that's on halt for the next little while, but, um, but yeah, you can, you can follow me on those two platforms.
0: Amazing. I will link to all that in the show notes you guys too, so you don't have to memorize it all. Okay. (laughs) I have a couple lightning round questions before I let you go. Um, these ones are a surprise, so you don't know what they are. Uh, Unless you've listened to other episodes where I've interviewed people, then you might know. Um, so <laughs> tell me, what is one goal that you're working on right now?
1: Oh my gosh, this is so hard. What is one goal that I'm working on? Um, I'm actually funnily enough, I'm actually setting up a Shopify store with my team. So um we have decided that we're going to we're trying to think of, of exactly what we want to do. We wanna do something around makeup and like organic, vegan makeup line. Um, so we're gonna play with it and you know, we've got that resource to us. So uh we're gonna be working on it over the next little while.
0: Oh my gosh, super cool. I love that. Yeah. Oh, so interesting. Okay, so you know that poutine is a Canadian staple and I'm a mm. Canadian poutine lover. So are you a cheese curds or a shredded cheese kind of girl on your poutine?
1: Oh my god, that is the hardest question you've asked me. No, this is an easy question.
0: This is an easy answer, girl.
1: Oh, okay. So, okay. So, I I prefer curds, but I prefer the how the cheese melts when it's shredded. But I like if I'm going staple, I gotta go curds.
0: Mm, okay, good. Because yeah. otherwise, I have to I have to cut the interview. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> although you did just give the idea to do both, maybe we'll have to try that.
1: Yeah. There okay, you go. we're making
0: a date um we might yeah. have to be a virtual poutine date there you go guys see the options out there are endless right
1: <laughs> poutine date yeah
0: okay and my last question what is a uh, quote or a mantra or something that's really helping you right now this in the last week in the last couple of days what is something that you keep saying in your mind to yourself to, rem- to remind yourself of who you are what
1: you want uh, this too shall pass mm. That's it's on repeat in my head every time you know your heart feels heavy or the world becomes a little bit too much. This too shall pass. We'll get through it.
0: I just got goosebumps all down my body. Thank you so much, Tatiana. Thank you for being here. You guys, um, please take a moment to connect with Tatiana and let her know that you love her and you love this episode. I just appreciate that you brought so much great wisdom and your heart is so clear. I'm sure everyone listening could hear your genuine just positivity and passion for really building community, whether we can see each other or not right now. And so I know that people listening, you guys have gotten some great tips from working from home. You now have some ideas on how to still have fun with your teams and families and strata councils and whatever's happening. Um, and even the parents, some great suggestions on how to how to lean onto each other and get ideas. Um, I just want to say thank you so, so much. And you guys, if you love this episode, if you think someone else needs to hear this, a friend, a coworker, maybe your boss just saying an example, um, whoever you think needs to hear this, please share it with them and take a screenshot if you're listening. Uh, Tag me on Instagram. I always love hearing what you guys think and knowing that you're listening. So thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening to this episode. Tatiana, thank you for being
1: here. Thank you so much for having me.
0: And it is almost midnight, you guys, just so you know. So like we really love you. We are like (laughs) – I'll talk about how I work from home at midnight on a Saturday night in my next episode. So stay tuned for that. (laughs) Um, Thank you, Tatiana. And I can't wait to hear from you soon and um, just can't wait. Hopefully I get to actually see you in person one of these days for that poutine date, girl.
1: Yes, I'd love it.
0: (laughs) Okay, guys. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Tatiana is a ray of sunshine, and honestly, I hope you found her tips so helpful. After we got off the call, Tatiana mentioned that Shopify has extended their free trial to 90 days, so you literally have three months to try out a store if you've ever thought about it or you have a retail space that wants to sell online. Guys, this is your chance. Now, you guys know that I'm always open with you, and I'm also always looking to generate new revenue sources, which I want to say you should be too, and current times are really proof of this. After our interview, I literally it's 1.15 right now as I as I record this, I did a little research and I applied for Shopify's partner program. I'm not going to hear back from them until after our, our episode airs and I may get it and I may not, but there is a chance that if you sign up with a link in the show notes, while it won't cost you anything, I may get an affiliate fee. You need to know this. Special care is always taken from me to make sure only the highest quality recommendations are shared. It has to be something that I've either used or a close trusted friend or client uses. I have to share something that I would only share if I would do it for free and that's what this is. My highest value, the most important thing for me as a leader is to help you get results in your life. I also want to say this, I will always encourage you to show up with integrity and encourage you to create a business, an income, and a life that you love and make money doing it. I share this as an example of how I do this in my life and my business by following these principles and still serving you. And I hope that this inspires you to do the same in your life. So, this is actually a really cool time. Whether you decide to try Shopify or not, you do you, girl. And also, if you are looking to create some extra revenue, this is something that you can do super easily. Look at the products you love and see if they have partner programs that you can also join. And of course, be open and honest and genuine about it like I hope that you see that I am. Like I said, I may or not may not get approved for this partner program and I won't know until after the episode airs, but I'm still sharing it because I believe it might help you whether I get paid or not. Getting paid is just a bonus and I know that you could find opportunities like that for you too. All right, well this is part one in our two-part series about working from home. In the next episode, you're going to hear from just me. I wanted to talk to Tatiana first to get her wisdom about working with and empowering large organizations and leaders online. In the next episode, I'm going to my experience. I'm going to be sharing some insights that I certainly didn't know about working from home and how much harder it was than I thought. I'll give you some ideas on how to thrive working from home, share some of the tools that I use that might help you too, and really hopefully help you realize that you're in control and help you write the story that you want of your work at home experience. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you in the next episode of the Golden Girls Podcast.